welcome to this podcast. This is Case Cravings and I'm your host, Wangari. Welcome to the podcast that covers the female experience for the modern woman. So basically, um, today's episode, first of all, welcome to 2021. You people, last year was crazy. So yeah, this is our first episode and we are going to take it as that because I know January for me still felt like it was still in 2020. Kinda, but not kinda. I was just restructuring. However, welcome to this episode of Case Cravings and let's talk about the female experience. So today's episode is basically about the mom shaming things that happen. Um, the mom shaming uh, experience basically is when we, critic- we criticize or shame parents, especially mothers, for their parenting choices. And more often than not, without any insight as to why they, they made the decisions that they did. And even if we had that insight, I don't feel like it's in our place to decide that we know better because we're not living someone's reality. So that said, I'm sharing a few of the things that came up for me and were mom-shaming incidents. They are in no order whatsoever. I'm just going to mention them and in how they affected me. So the first thing... Actually, I think they have more, but like the first thing was the bathing experience. I remember people questioning the choices that I made as to where I would give birth to my child and who I would have in attendance. And basically, this is in terms of was I going to go to a private hospital? Was I going to go to a public hospital? Was I going to have a gynecologist present? Was I not going to have one? Um... And I've had some people also bring up the whole, do I want to have a home birth? Do I want to have a midwife? Um, basically, it even gets to a point where there's a value attached, like based on what you do or sensation attached to it, based on how, um, I guess, out there it sounds based on what people perceive it to be, then there's a critiquing of it. Of, of it. And I feel like when you're thinking about your birth experience, it's all about... What is going to work for you? How does that fit into your lifestyle? How does that fit into your budget? How does that work for your medical requirements? And I don't think it particularly has anything to do with anybody else. So I I, I feel like any opinion people give you and when you share an opinion with someone, it should just be based on sharing information. It should not have anything to do with or this is better, or this is different, or this is not right, this is wrong, or at the end of the day, one's experience is one's experience. Um, the next thing was actually quite something I had someone tell me, because I'm a cesarean mom, and I remember that I, before I had my first child, that whole pregnancy process, I had this notion, because everybody kept drumming it through my head, no, you need to have a normal birth, you need to have a normal birth, to the point when I was in the hospital and they told me you need to go to the theater your child is in distress you need to, we need to take the the baby I didn't want to go to the theater because everything that had been said to me and shared with me was negative and very scary I was afraid of not waking up from that table I was afraid of not seeing my child I was afraid of my child not leaving I was also of the opinion, and I know it sounds crazy, but these are things people bring up, that the experience would not, I would not be able to bond with my child because that's usually what people say sometimes 
when they talk about normal births. And I feel like um, how you give birth is not a metric. It does give no value whatsoever on how much you love or cherish your child. It doesn't invalidate anything. It doesn't invalidate how much you want your child. Or Basically, it is just a passage. At the end of the day, the value to be gotten out of that is that you are healthy. Your child has come into this world healthy. And we lose sight of that value. So, yeah, that was another thing that came up for me. Now, one of the biggest ones that I feel everybody goes through, like, it, not everybody, but, like, most people go through this one, is the breastfeeding experience. Like, this one is a whole kind of worms. Because, and, and this is my problem with it, because it's always something. And, and it's basically, the breastfeeding experience has just... It's been dissected in so many ways and made into an issue an, an issue so many different ways that I don't even get it. Like when do we actually realize that no one particular thing can be can have so many branches of issues, right? I feel like breastfeeding versus formula feeding versus where you do it, how you do it, if you do it, that is a personal journey. It's all about what are your child's needs, right? And what are your needs as a mother? Because sometimes it's not possible for you to do it. And even if it is possible and you don't want to do it, that's a personal choice. At the end of the day, we strive for healthy children and we strive for healthy mothers. And that also includes the mental aspect of it. Do not go shaming a woman for breastfeeding in public. She has an infant who does not know how to order from the menu, unfortunately. I don't think the child has learned yet to ask for KFC chicken. So... You deciding that a woman should stay in her home because that's the only place she should be breastfeeding from is ridiculous. You deciding that a mother is not a mother enough because she's formula feeding is complete nonsense to me. Because at the end of the day, that child, this is only, it, it, it covers a very, a very small part of that child's life to make it, to bring up such a huge issue on it. I feel nutrition is at the core value of this and as long as a child is getting the nutrition they need and the mother is in a healthy space both physically mentally emotionally that's what matters the rest is just noise that's just my takeaway and i feel like i don't even want to go into all i don't even want to voice all these things because it's so unfortunate that those are the things we focus on it's so unfortunate um the next thing was the winning because i remember i struggled I struggled with when to win my kids because both of them, I win them in different times. And I remember this particular woman who started telling me that my child is not um, getting, is not going to be full or is not feeding enough just from nursing, right? Despite, and, and the craziness of all these things is that this one person will say one thing and then somebody else will say, within the same context, someone else will, else will come with a completely different thing. So I had two people telling me two different things. One woman is like, oh no, your child is not getting well-fed enough. and you need to introduce something into their diet, like milk or whatever, because they're not getting full. And on the other spectrum, I had this other woman tell me my child is becoming obese and they're so big for such a small child and I need to consider dieting them, like literally dieting my child, my months old child so the craziness of that just in itself speaks to how we give information or we give advice out of a point of no information 
I feel like decisions about weaning, decisions about your child should be considered by the parents, should be considered with, if need be, based on where the space of the mother and the child is. They could go to a medical professional or a professional in that space. You know, there's lactation, there is nutritionists, there's all these things that all these professionals who are better placed to understand what are the needs of a mother and a child, as opposed to someone who feels like their opinion is based on their first glance at that mother or that child, or their own experiences, actually. You're basing your opinion based on what you went through. And one thing I've realized is that even if you had 50 kids, you will never have similar experiences raising them. So why do you think that how you raise your child will be similar to how somebody else does their own journey? The other thing was about childhood, and I think I've just mentioned it because I remember being put in a spot where for my kids I was being told, oh, no, you know, your children are obese or they're big, and it really threw me off because I couldn't understand how someone would be saying or why it would be that my children are obese and yet they are still nursing. So was my diet wrong? Was I eating the wrong things? Was I, was by proximity and the fact that my kids are consuming are being nursed, Does, did that mean that I was taking in things that were unhealthy and then hence my kids were gaining unhealthy weight? And I remember my pediatrician laughed when I told him this and he was like, "This, you are kidding me. And yes, it was a struggle for me because why would somebody bring that up? But that's the thing. We let other things, other factors that have no bearing, children don't need to watch their weights when they're nursing or when they're that age. They're supposed to be gaining weight. They're supposed to be growing. In fact, one of the things that I've come to, I, I learned much later is that the rate of growth that a child experiences, those first, I think it's the first year or maybe first two years, I don't have the exact statistics, is so fast that if that were to continue, it's just, it would be crazy. So yes, they're supposed to be gaining that way, they're supposed to be healthy, they're supposed to be, because that's what they need. They need, because that is an accelerated growth period where the kind of growth that they're going through needs all the help it can get so yeah mm. the next thing was oh and then this one this one right here i don't even like i i i fought with if i wanted to add this to this show or not and because i f i strongly feel like some things should be ignored just because giving them voice causes even more drama and this is one of those things and I'm not saying bury my head and ignore it. I just mean generally, maybe if you don't talk about it, people stop overthinking about it. And this is baby or pregnancy weight, basically, versus the snapback. And here's my experience. Like, I had somebody come to me and tell me, are you not eating? Because I lost the baby weight pretty fast. And they asked me, are you not eating because you don't want to gain weight? And does that mean, are you not eating enough to feed your child? And that broke me. That that killed me, basically. It killed me that someone would look at me and think, oh my gosh, this woman is starving herself. And by, I guess, extension, starving her baby for her looks. Like, how fickle do you think one can get? Honestly. And also, why is that even a concern in your mind? Like, you didn't even ask me, are you eating enough? Are you okay? You know, are you worried about, could I be going through something that's causing me to not feed well? No. The first thing you go to is my looks. Like what? And on the other end of that spectrum is 
telling women, oh, you're gaining so much weight, or you look this way, or you look that way. First of all, it doesn't matter. It truly does not matter. I think that women, you, yourself, maybe your doctor, depending on like if there's a health issue involved, can have that conversation. I don't think you need to have it initially if there's no health issue, to be honest. I truly don't. Because you have so many years ahead of you to raise a child. So many other things will be coming at you. If the first few months that you have to enjoy your baby are all about your looks, you miss out on the small stuff, right? I feel eat healthy, consult your medical person or a professional if you're feeling like, you know, you have concerns about how healthy you are or your diet or what you should consume. These are all things you could consult someone with. I don't think society has any say in it. I don't even think society deserves an audience, to be honest. Um, and we should just not even give that any... That's just that's just my two cents. Like, that's all I'm going to say about that. Because I don't really think it needs audience. And the fact that we do give it is... I can't even... So, the last point. And I want to tread carefully with this because... It's very delicate. The last point is mental wellness. <sighs> First of all, one of the things that I feel causes us to miss on some of this could be markers, could be signs, is because we forget that every experience is unique. Every child, you know, Every birth that you give, every child that you give life, every parenting experience that you have with your kids is unique. So comparing previous experiences, and not in a medical context because that's different, but like comparing previous experiences in the sense that, oh, you used to be this way, no, you're not this way. But I feel like these are the are things that we shouldn't do. And our primary concern should be where is, in what space is the parent at? You know, is the mom happy? How is she, um, you know, how is she, how is she? Actually, that's period. How is she? How is the child? You know, what kind of support can you give to elevate her things that could be causing mental, like, you know, distress? Could you help with taking care of the child? Could you help with the chores? Could you help with preparing meals? Or could you, what could you do? Those are much more proactive and productive ways of to think about things as opposed to start looking at someone and be like, oh, you know, um, it looks like you love this child more than you loved your, your first child or vice versa. Um, it looks like you're more devoted to this child or to this birth than you were to the other one or vice versa. That's unnecessary, I feel. What you know, And this is just to mention a few of the ones I felt people brought up. And if this brought me so much distress and I wasn't, I, I never experienced any mental issues like postpartum depression or whatever, or other things, but I feel like if, but they did bring me distress to have people bring things like that up, I think we should be considerate of mothers and their mental wellness. That's all I think. So yeah, those are the things that I feel um, mom shaming. 
has brought out and come on it doesn't matter I wish we could ignore them to the point where they make they have no bearing anymore to people however that could not be there that, that that's you know I can't people are who they are so what I will say is next time you see a mom doing something you feel like is different from what you did acknowledge that you're walking different paths different journeys and you will have different experiences because you're raising literally raising unique human beings individuals so don't expect someone to duplicate your journey and don't expect to duplicate anybody else's journey acknowledge that everybody has their own path to take so thanks for listening this is case cravings I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys on your experiences and what you guys have gone through that you feel was completely unnecessary and yeah let me know Thank you.